Hello. Okay. So we did a practice run and <laughs> I, uh, I messed up the editing a little bit. So I'm going to start over again with the interview and, uh, ask some different questions. Uh, I'm interviewing Jason and my name is Bobby. We are reviewing emotional depth, empathy, and gratitude. So starting off, Jason, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Uh, 42 old male. Single looking, no, I'm just kidding, but um, I don't know, just a normal dude, sort of surviving in a crazy room. Where did you grow up? Garfield, and then moved to Bloomfield, and moved back to Garfield, then Stan Heights with my grand. Then when I was old enough, I moved back to Garfield. So, Russian neighborhood, I don't know. Earlier in the interview, you mentioned your brain tumor. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Oh, yeah, it was crazy. I was getting all these, uh, I was getting, like, blinded at work. I like, couldn't read papers and stuff, like, anything. Like, my my orders or papers and, or the newspaper in the morning was all blurry. So they kept saying, oh, there ain't nothing wrong. And I was getting bloody noses. So they kept cauterizing it. And then when it stopped, it would just get it. But it just happened the next day again. Then they gave me glasses. And then they changed the prescription, went bad, like, in a week. So they couldn't figure out what it was. They just thought it was, you know me going getting older and shit happened finally some lady who was the nurse older lady said go see this nose eye specialist they looked in my ears my nose and everything with a little flashlight he goes i don't want to scare you but i think you have a tumor i was like yeah get the fuck out of here because like no one else can find it no swearing no one else can figure it out you know what i mean <laughs> kudos to that nurse though yeah yeah kudos, seriously. she was a drunk too bro that's the crazy stuff but she gets smashed but she was like the best nurse you'd ever meet bro I carry like she'd be smashed at work too. No negativity. <laughs> don't, like that, yeah, but don't throw but don't throw anybody under the bus. I'm just saying yeah, kudos to that nurse. Oh, that's that's sad to hear. Or she was like eighty something like when I was young, so Well, she knew her stuff. She knew her stuff. Well she worked at St. Francis, bro. Who who would you say inspires you the most? Like who and what inspires you, like motivates you? You. Me? Yeah. Why is that? Because you're a firecracker, bro. You don't go <laughs> back from what you say. And no one else will tell me the way it is. I don't disagree with me. Well, I'm I'm a little different. Um, I can say Most that. Most people will just agree with me, no matter what. It's not even like, I don't know why. They just do, they just agree. I don't know if they're so just. So what, what exactly, what exactly do I do that inspires you? Like, is it what I went through? Is it my story? Is it. No, cause you're basically like me, but the girl version, that's all. <laughs> it's like a lot of shit. Like, that's what you don't get. Like the way you grew up, different things happen. So to explain it in, in words, like if you could describe it, like, is it the strength? Is it the. Yes, yeah, the strength. Cause you've got more strength than you think. You're stronger than you think. I see it all the time. Like, you don't see it all the time, but I do. Because, bro, like, for real. Like, at least I had, like, certain things in my life that you didn't have. So, yeah. I don't know how to explain that, like, because I don't want to put you down or nothing. No, I don't see it as putting Like, your down. family wasn't the same as mine. Like, even though my mom and me don't get along, it's still my mom, bro. Like, you know what I mean? When it comes down to it, she's going to build me out of jail or feed me or Oh, something. so, so would my... But she won't let me back in the house because it's tough love too, in a way. Yeah, but yeah. But my dad now is the other hand, brought up differently. We take care of each other no matter what, who you are. 
you could be like the bummiest family member in the world, but you're gonna have a place to stay and eat. Because that's all we got, bro. That's our name. That's our family. Yeah, that's un- that's understandable, and that's and it's even interesting that you say that because I read something today that instead of you know spoiling your child with materialistic things, teach them what you didn't learn. And so, how how would you say that you use empathy in everyday life? If you could use an example. I mean, I just... Like, have you brought anybody up? Like, I mean, yeah, have like, you... Yeah, work. Everyone... I bring everyone up because everyone always has a bad day, but they always come to me. But even... But the messed up thing is, you know, to bring me up when I'm having a bad day. Like, I can bring them up all the time. Like, get them motivated, think it's better than it is. We're getting hammered at work. Like, I mean, everyone wants it's... to quit. It's definitely a theme. So how how do you how do you kind of ground yourself and like separate your work from your personal life so you don't get overwhelmed? Oh, once I punch it out, I don't care about work. That's good. That's good. <laughs> no, but it's good. You have you have to have a balance. You have. I learned to that a long it. time ago. You can't worry about that shit until you're there. True. True. What makes you What makes you like really annoyed or angry in other people? Like traits like what they do like what would you say agitates you that you kind of sweep under the rug not too much bro like once i get along with anyone like if i if i don't get along with you it's because i feel that you ain't a good person at all so but i find good in pretty much everyone but i find the best of anybody nothing really bothers me when i meet someone if i'm at work or something like that now if i had to deal with them every day uh, might be a little different but how would you deal with them every day? How would I? Yeah. I would tell them exactly what's bothering me. If it's, you know what I mean? If I'm wrong, they'll tell me, hopefully. Oh, that's looking at, I mean, that's, you know, that's, I mean, that's partially why I started the podcast was looking at it from different perspectives, you know, yeah. and understanding it. You no, know, I don't care. I say what I think. I feel like you. Like I, I live by the way I don't know, bro. I live by my heart and my brain. What do you feel is the greatest accomplishment, like accomplishment, in your life that you've really overcome? That I overcome? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I never really thought about it. Really, I mean, I just keep thinking there's more I can do. I can be able. To what do you do to take care of yourself? I don't care about other people more than myself. Yeah, that that tends to be an issue with empaths. Um, I mean, I do care about myself. I will separate myself every once in a while, but it's very, very. So, just to get into a little bit of like the gratitude, if this was your last moment on earth, what would you appreciate the most? This if you could look back, if you could look back on, you? if you could look back on your life, well, what would you, what would you really appreciate the most? Like your surroundings, your friends, your family, what you've accomplished in your life. Um, Just helping people, all the people are help. Give me an example. Just always helping all the seniors in my family, like the older people who couldn't do nothing, no one else in the family would do anything for them. I do remember Taking you talking. Taking care of my great grand, my great aunt, all that stuff. 
but just I don't know, I got close to a lot of older women in my family because no one would take care of them. That's that's good. That's actually really that's that's the empath in you. I mean, truly. Now, with everything going on like in the world right now, whether it's like a celebrity, a person you know, anybody, who do you feel whose story needs to be heard? Like who do you really feel that their story needs to be heard? Needs to be heard? Yeah. Everybody's story means something, but Bobby's story needs to be heard the most. Why does my story need to be heard? I don't know, because it's stronger than you. I don't know, people need to hear it. That's all I got to say. Like, I don't know how to say it the way I want. Well, don't go into details, because I already started that on a podcast. But it, um... But it's only if you want the people to hear it, though. It's going to come to a point. It's going to come to a point. It is. Because my story is out there. Is there anybody else that you feel that their story needs to be heard? No, not really, bro. Like, if... Like, even, like, who's your favorite... Everybody's story should be heard. Everyone should be heard by someone. Everyone's... People don't get it. People get lonely. People get... Like, everyone should have a voice. Everybody should have a voice. I agree. I completely agree with that, which is why I like getting, that's, that's why I want to interview people to get different perspectives. So what, so you, I know you spoke about your dad, your, your last interview, and I believe it cut off, um, whenever we were talking, but what was something that your dad really taught you that you never, ever forgot? Respect women, mainly, because he, because really grew up in a bad place and he had all sisters. You gotta look out for girls. I mean, it's kind of messed up to say it that way, but if you've seen the stuff I've seen, you would know why I'm like that. But, you know what I mean? Like, guess protect them, respect them. I don't know. That makes sense. That makes sense. So I know you've told me a little bit of the story. Like, whenever you would walk them home from from school, are you comfortable sharing that? Getting off the bus and walking. Yeah, man, I mean, I was driving a car. You don't have to give names or anything. I was like 13. Like, the, like all the, um, the neighbor's family, like, you know, I was walking all the younger girls and the girls my age home or to the Catholics, to the bus stop for the, to get picked up, Catholic school. Why was that? Because people were getting kidnapped, people, you know, girls were getting raped, just crazy stuff. And plus it's just different time. People were just fucked up. All kinds of gang stuff going on, but... It was just my stuff. They would do stuff, like just grab them up and stuff. So the parents would be like, you know, because they knew I was a good dude, they'd have me walk them. Shoot, some parents would pay me to walk them, but I never took the money. That makes sense. That makes sense. Shoot, even when I was in grown school, cutting out a car at like 14, I'd still go drive them down to the bus off and walk them. Oh, yeah, that's just crazy. Just tired, too. <laughs> It is late, and I dragged you into the interview, I know. But I do appreciate you going a second time around. I am going to publish this guy. I think we got a little bit farther than um, than last time. Um, is there anything, is there a story that you want to tell about you? Any of your fears? Your anything right now? What, is there any message that you want to leave with this interview that people are going to hear that you think that might help? Never be scared to tell the person you love you love them. What about with everything going on today moving forward? 
Yeah, I mean, it's good, but I'm telling you, bro, love, real needs love. Say that a little bit louder. The real needs love. That's what it needs. I feel that 100%. All right. Thanks for listening, guys, and uh, have a good night.